All right. Is my zipper zip? Okay, I saw my zipper was down for a second. Question for you all. Thank you. I like my red door. Question. Who here likes amusement parks? Yeah. Right? They're super fun. Get to like, well, I should say, who here likes roller coasters? It's a different, more likely if you like amusement parks, like roller coasters. Um, Amusement parks are great because you can ride roller coasters. They got awesome food. Can hang out, walk around all day. And the best thing about it is that, but of course, you get to ride the roller coaster. Now, where I'm from, now where I'm from, uh, Cedar Point is pretty close to us, and Cedar Point is home of the uh, this roller coaster called the Top Thrill Dragster. Okay, and the Top Thrill Dragster broke a lot of records when it was built, um, but it is 420 feet tall. Okay, it goes from zero to 120 miles per hour in four seconds, okay? And it is incredibly intense. Hey, guys. It's intense, okay? And it's, it's the second tallest roller coaster in the world. It's the third fastest. And that is why people will wait hours and hours and hours in line for this roller coaster. That inevitably ends in about 10 seconds. It's that fast. It's that quick. That's all there is to it. Right? You want to know why people wait for hours and hours, sometimes four or five hours for this ride? Because the joy is worth the wait. The fun is worth the wait. To ride whatever roller coaster, whether it's that roller coaster, whatever roller coaster. But if I'm being honest with you guys, we're having a real talk conversation. We know that there are some things that are not as fun to wait for. There's harder to wait for. Uh, whether that's a test score they're waiting to hear back from, okay? It's a score that could possibly have you fail or pass the class or jump up a letter grade. Whether that's a text back from somebody with a long-awaited answer, or whether that's waiting for your parents' relationship to get figured out, because right now you can see that's not going well. Even though they try to hide it, even though they try to act like everything's going well, you know you're just waiting for the inevitable, what's going to happen, okay? But we've all been there. We've all had to wait for something. We all had to wait for something a lot longer than we want to. And sometimes that can make us feel frustrated, angry, and hopeless. Okay? And honestly, though, if I'm going to, if we're going to keep having real talk here, honestly, 
that's how I feel a lot of times about this, this faith thing, this faith practice called prayer. Okay? In our, in our life, we're told that prayer is good, right? We're told that prayer is important. We're told that prayer is a key component to talk to God, right? We, we come to prayer to God to ask for things, to communicate to God for things. We're like, God, uh, we pray for things like, God, can I get, please get more followers on TikTok? Or, hey, listen, I'm doing a TikTok video with these, this group of girls every week, so that's my girls right there, right? Okay. What else, God, I need, I need more, I need more TikTok followers, Instagram followers. God, I, I need to make new friends. I'm at this new school. I need to make new friends. God, I need to pass this test. Don't tell me we don't go into every test saying, God, please help me. God, God please help me. If, I know I haven't talked to you in a while, but please help me. Or maybe you're praying, God, I'm so lonely right now. And God, I, I, I just need, I need, I need someone to talk to you, God. Please send someone in my life to help me out. Right? And through all those prayers, through all the, all the things that we're told about prayer, that prayer is good and that we can ask God for things, we're told that no matter what, to keep asking, to keep praying, to keep talking to God because we're told that prayer is worth the wait. But question, what if, what if it feels like the waiting goes on forever? What would we feel like? There's not, we're not getting any answer at all. Because sometimes praying can feel like um, knocking on God's door. We knock on God's door and there's like no one's home. So we, we kind of wait, we, we knock again. And it's still silent. Okay, and so now we feel like we start to wonder if God is even there. We start to wonder what God is doing, if he's doing anything at all. And so we stop asking, we stop knocking, we stop praying, and we turn away from him. So we're honestly wondering if prayer is even worth it. Why would he answer your prayer if he never talks to you, if he, if he never answers any prayers? Let me just pause here and say that if you're feeling that, you're not alone because I feel that same way a lot of times. I'm sure your leaders as well would feel the same way. There's seasons where we doubt the effectiveness of prayer. We doubt if God is even hearing us. We doubt why we even talk to God. Okay. But through all of that, through all the doubt, I know one thing for sure. I actually know a couple things, I should say. I know that God loves us. Okay. I know that God is working for our good. I know that God hears us when we come to him. And if those things are true, which I can tell you, MSM, it is true, then this whole prayer thing, is more than, than simply a transactional process. 
where we go to God and then he gives us something. It's more than that. And to find out what that means, we're going to look at a parable, okay? Would you guys say that Jesus is pretty important? Pretty important guy? Well, Jesus had a way of telling complicated things, had a way of communicating complicated things in simple ways, okay? And those are called parables. All right, we have a parable for you today. It's in Luke chapter 11. You guys want to follow along on the screen. So Jesus is talking to his disciples. He said, suppose you have a friend and you go to him at midnight and say, friend, let me three loaves of bread. Put up your, put three, okay. God, let me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food to offer to him. Everybody say, aw. And suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me. Go away. It's 3 a.m., brother. The door is already locked and my children and I are in bed. I can't give you, I can't get up and give you anything. It says, I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So what's going on here? Okay, let's break this down. So Jesus is telling the story. It's a very simple story, okay? Very simple. So just bear with me of a guy who has his friend come over. He doesn't have any food, so he goes and knocks at his friend's door. His friend says, ah, listen, brother, it's 3 in the morning. I'm tired. My family's asleep. I'm not going to help you out, okay? Now, most of us at this point would get annoyed and frustrated and just start to walk away. Uh, But Jesus tells us to do something different. Jesus tells us to go back and keep knocking. He tells us to go back and keep asking. He tells us to go back and keep going back. Keep asking. Keep knocking. Then look at how Jesus finishes up the story. He says, and so I will tell you, keep asking. says, keep asking. He said, so I tell you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who receives, for everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door will be open. Okay? And I'll, let me pause here again. This is no prosperity gospel. Okay? Can I get an amen? Mm, that's how I know it's that. This is no prosperity gospel. Jesus is not saying, hey, ask, hey, hey, guys, whatever you want, just ask it, and I'll give it, okay? That's not what he's saying. Jesus is not some genie in the bottle, okay, where he comes out and grants you unlimited wishes, and you're like, God, I want an airplane, and I want unlimited TikTok followers, and I want this and that. I don't know anything, right? Has anybody ever seen the movie Bruce Almighty? I don't know if that movie's too old. Okay. Bruce Almighty, the concept of it is this guy is given the ability to be God. It's not biblical, okay? Um, And so one of the tasks of being God is answering prayers. And so he's got a bunch of junk mail in his email um, 
box. And so he's got to go and answer all of them. And he realizes, man, is it too much to answer and to look at? And so he just says, auto reply, yes, to all of them. Okay. And the point of that is, is that not everything that we ask for is for our own good. Okay. And Jesus understands that. He's not saying, hey, ask and it will be given to you just because you know what, I'm lazy and I, I don't really know. Just, you know what's best for you. Just, just keep asking. I'm going to give it to you eventually. Just keep asking. Just keep, just keep knocking. You're going to get your bread. You're going to get your followers. You're going to get all your friends that you want. Okay? That's not what Jesus is saying. Okay? What Jesus is saying, he's saying, hey, keep. It, it, it's, this, it's the process of knocking. It's the process of asking. It's the process of praying. Okay? that we can know what to pray for, know how God is changing us. It does it in two ways, okay? First is that through prayer, he does something in you. Everybody say, God does something in me. God does something in you, okay? So, shh. So whenever, it doesn't seem like God's working, working around us. God is doing something inside your heart, your beating heart your physical heart, your spiritual being, okay? He's changing us for the better. Romans 12, 2, one of my favorite verses, if I can find it. Sorry, bear with me. Romans 12, 2. He says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed. Everybody say transformed. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And Paul goes on to say, then, if you do this, you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, imperfect will. So what is that saying? He's saying, man, if you allow God through your circumstances to transform your heart, then you're going to find out God's will for you is so much better than your will for you. Okay. Through the process of asking, of knocking, of coming to God, God's going to change you for the better. Do you, know what, do you know what God's intention for you is? Not that you'd have everything in the world, but that you would be like Christ. Okay? And that means praying, and that means being humble, and that means not conforming to the pattern of this world, which is really hard to do. Can I get an amen? amen. Okay? It's really hard. It's really hard not to conform to this pattern of this world, Okay? Because we care about things. We care about people. We care about how we dress. We care about uh, how many people like us. We care about a lot of things, getting good grades and going to good school, okay? But he says, no, 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 that's, that's fine. But ultimately, you need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind, by, keeping going, by, by going to God, by talking to God, okay? He says, if, if you allow God to transform you, then you're going to find out his will is a lot better than your will. And so through that, through the, the process of asking and the process of God finally granting something, your heart's going to change. And, and God may finally um, answer your prayer with what you prayed for, or God may answer your prayer in a totally different way. Which goes into my second point, that God will do something for you. What did we learn last week? We learned that God is for you. Everybody say, for me. Point to yourself. God is for you. Okay, Scripture says, if God went through 
the work of sending his son, his own son, Jesus, to die on the cross for you, how much more will he do, I mean, not do for you. He's going to do anything to get to you. God's going to answer your prayer, okay? But it just not be in the, in the way that you think, okay? Okay? There's, a, there's an author, I don't know who, but acknowledging that God will do anything for you, he says that the universe is on a cosmic tilt, that God created the universe on a cosmic tilt in your favor, okay? That's how much God loves you and he cares for you. Isaiah 43, this is, this is Isaiah writing to um, the Israelites. And man, the Israelites, if you go through the Old Testament, they went through a lot of stuff, okay? They're always being attacked or always wandering around. They're always just having the hardest time. But here, Isaiah writes to the Israelites. He said, see, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. God is doing a new thing. He's making a new path for you. So when you're praying, as you're being transformed, as you're going to him, as you're asking for those things, allow God to transform you. And you know what? Sometimes... It may be a different path. He's going to do something for you. It's just not what you expected. In all of this, what would happen? Genuinely think about this. What would happen if you're... Just think about it. What would happen if your prosperity prayers, if your prayers about me, if your, if your prosperity prayers change to persistent prayers? It goes from being all about me to being all about God. And that's what makes it worth the wait. And when we realize that, our view of open doors change. Our, our perspective on this Bible verse of knocking and asking and keeping going to God changes because we realize that God works in different ways and his path is different and sometimes we just go different ways okay amen let me tell you this God has a bigger perspective a bigger picture God loves you. He is for you. And don't think he's not cosmically tilting the universe for your favor. It just sometimes it's a little bit different than what we thought of. And so when we're praying, as we're praying, shift your prayers from prayers of prosperity of about me to prayers of persistence. God, just transform me. God, change me. I'm going to keep asking. I'm going to keep coming to you because I know you love me. So when you're praying, don't quit because it gets quiet. Don't quit because you can't hear God. Because you know what? God loves you. God hears you. And I guarantee God is making a way right now through your prayers, through your transformation. So keep praying. So right now we're going to sing a song about that. So if you guys want to come up very quietly, very quietly, very quietly.
Hey. Guys, hey. As you're singing this song, guys, as you're singing this song, I want to challenge you. Guys, as you're singing this song, I want to challenge you to not touch your neighbor, okay? Not to talk to other people, but to just think, to worship the Creator. God that loves you, that brought you here tonight for a purpose. Don't think that you're randomly here on a Wednesday night just because you're here to be with your friends. God cosmically tilted the universe to bring you here tonight, and he wants you to know that, and he wants you to know that you're not forgotten, and he wants you to know that he cares about your prayers, he cares what you're going through, and he loves you so much, okay? And so when you're, when you're singing this song, just think about the lyrics, think about who God is, and think about what God is doing in your life right now.